Fantasy football has become a major reality for millions of fans. Makes him off to the 30. He's gone. He's gone. What a move. It takes skill to win your fantasy championship, separating the zeros. He goes to the near side, and it's picked off. Intercepted. From the fantasy heroes. Down the middle, it's caught over the shoulder in the end zone. Buckle up your chin strap for the fantasy fix. Today, we're pleased to be joined by an old friend. It's Raymond Summerlin from rotoworld.com. Ray, we appreciate you taking the time. Let's start with Thursday Night Football. Fantasy owners who drafted Corey Davis probably have been disappointed because of the hamstring injury. The Titans' first-round pick has been largely unavailable, but he's getting healthier. So what's the fantasy outlook tonight against a Pittsburgh secondary that won't have Joe Hayden? Well, that does help in the injuries they have in the secondary. Mike Mitchell, I also believe, is going to set. That helps them out quite a bit. But this is still a, a very good pass defense. They did give up some long plays to the Colts last week, especially you know that touchdown to Dante Moncrief. But I still think that this is a tough matchup for Corey Davis. It's a tough matchup for the Tennessee passing game. And though I like how many targets he's been getting at 10 targets last week, he's been playing as many snaps as Rashard Matthews, clearly the kind of 1B to Rashard Matthews 1A. I don't know if the breakout's going to, going to come this week. I still think he's more like a you know, wide receiver three in that kind of top 35 range. However, their schedule coming up is very good. So if he's out there in the waiver wire, there are still a lot of leagues in which that's the case. I don't understand why then go pick them up because their playoff schedule down the stretch is just great. Right. We've seen some sensational plays made by the wide receivers in Minnesota, Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen, who, once again, he's not a household name, but he continues to make plays. But the person who's delivering these passes is Case Keenum. It, will Case Keenum continue to hold his value in fantasy football? And if you're someone that don't doesn't have a Case Keenum on your roster, would you go out? and get Case Keenum on your roster now looking at his numbers? I would say on Monday I would have said absolutely yes. But the problem you have now is they were very iffy. Even coming off that performance, he did throw two interceptions in the second half, which kind of changed the game a little bit. But even coming out to that performance against Washington, they've been very wishy-washy. They didn't announce that he would be the starter until Wednesday. It seems like they really want to see what Teddy Bridgewater can do coming off that injury, which makes sense because Teddy Bridgewater is going to be a free agent. Sam Bradford's going to be a free agent. Case Keenum probably is not the future. They need to figure out what's going on. I'm really concerned about Case Keenum not just losing the starting job in two weeks, but if something were to go wrong, and this is a tough matchup against the Rams, if something were to go wrong, him even being benched in the middle of the game, which obviously is that's a fantasy killer. That's something you never want to see in your lineups. So I'm really concerned about Case Keenum this week in a bad matchup with what's going on. And then even just moving forward, how long is he actually going to be the quarterback? I don't think we can. I don't think anybody except for maybe Mike Zimmer can confidently answer that question. Talking fantasy with Raymond Summerlin from RotoWorld.com. Ray, we're looking for a long-term view here with the playoffs. Playoffs and fantasy football not too far away. Would you consider an exotic proposition of picking up Josh Gordon, stashing him on your bench with the hope he's going to be activated before the season's over? Well, I think it it really depends on what your team is. If you have a, a juggernaut that's headed to the playoffs and you can afford wasting a bench spot on him for at least the next three weeks because, you know, they say that, he can return, and he's eligible to return in week 13. Doesn't necessarily mean he will. You're certainly not going to feel comfortable playing him once he is back. So he's going to be sitting on your bench for a while. Then, yes, go and do that. But if you're a team that is fighting for a playoff spot, 
you need every available bench spot, then I, I would say no. He is a he is almost the definition of a luxury ad. And what I will say, I know everybody's going to get excited to get this guy back because he was so spectacular. You know, we remember all those years ago how great he was. He hasn't played an NFL snap since 2014. That is a huge, huge layoff. And we've seen some players come back off those big layoffs recently. Zach Miller's a good example. Um, Tim Hightower did the same thing. But that's a massive, massive layoff. And I'm worried how effective he's going to be, especially – with Corey Coleman there, probably going to remain the number one receiver. Ray, does Martellus Bennett carry any value in fantasy football as long as Rob Gronkowski is healthy? And we know that Rob is definitely a red zone target for Tom Brady. Well, and, and you know what's interesting? Bennett was last year as well. I, I don't know how healthy Bennett is. I don't know how much he has left. You know, He did come back and immediately catch some passes last week. I think the concern with Bennett is the targets just aren't going to be there. They have so many mouths to feed in that offense. You're talking about Brandon Cooks. You're talking about Chris Hogan. Whenever he gets back, obviously Gronkowski. And then the running backs. I mean, Rex Burkhead, James White, those guys are heavily involved in the passing game. I don't see it. And maybe in deep leagues where you use two tight ends, then you might be interested in it. I, just, I don't see he's going to get enough volume to really be useful as long as Rob Gronkowski's out there. Fantasy Fix with Ray Summerlin from RotoWorld.com. Ray, with Thursday Night Football coming up tonight, let's go back to last week. Adrian Peterson had one of the worst fantasy football performances in recent memory. It was a tough night for people. Thought he was back based on a handful of solid games for the future Hall, future Hall of Famers. So what are you doing with Peterson moving forward? Are you looking at matchups or are you just saying bye-bye AP? Well, I think with him, and you know, it didn't work out last Thursday. He got the carries. That's the that's the concerning part. It wasn't like they he was game scripted out of the game, and he you know he ended up getting didn't end up getting carries like what happened against the Rams. It was that he got the carries, and he, they just couldn't do anything. And that's a big concern moving forward, especially with DJ Humphreys now out for the season. But I do think that his is going to be a story of game script. If it looks like a game that they're going to be able to stay in it, and I think that this week against Houston, it certainly looks like one they will then you're going to be able to use them simply because running backs do not get 20 carries anymore in today's NFL. It's not something that happens very – it's not something that happens every week with every running back. So you, those kind of volume guys, you just kind of have to use them, plug your nose and hope for the best. And he's shown that, you know, in better matchups he could be effective. So I think that this week, moving forward, as long as you have a good idea they're going to stay in the game, I think he's someone you'll be able to use. Ray, last week we saw, you know, Mitchell Trubisky make his – not to say debut, but as a rookie guy, quarterback, guy and quarterback, he played decent against the Green Bay Packers. But we also saw Brett Hundley get Notch's first win as a starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. From anything you saw last week, is there anything to believe that either quarterback is worth having on your roster? I don't really think so. I mean, it's, I think it's very telling that we look at Mitchell Trubisky throwing for 297 yards and a touchdown as a – as a really good game for him. I mean, that's, that's not even a, a top 12, probably not even top 15 fantasy game, but it was certainly more than what we've seen in the past. And they have shown that, you know, if they can hide him, if they can use the running game, they're going to do it. They haven't been able to the last couple of weeks, but we'll see what happens. And that's not really a game I'm interested in playing. Brett Hundley's more interesting because he does something that, that we really like to see from quarterbacks. He's been able to create with his legs, but now he's dealing – with a now he's dealing with an injury. Their matchup the next couple weeks with the Ravens and Steelers is not good. Maybe after that they get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who have been playing better on defense. We'll see where they are there. 
But maybe in that matchup, maybe against Cleveland after that, you're interested. But these next two weeks with the Ravens and the Steelers, those matchups, I just don't see how you can get very excited about it. Ray, we appreciate the information. Always good to have you on the program. Thanks for giving us a few minutes again today on the NFL on TuneIn. Thank you very much. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.